It's what a weird week for Friday, October 21st, 2022. The movie that's taking down scary movie fans. Also, the guy who is allergic to, you know, doing it, you guys. Yikes. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today. It's so wonderful. Weird stuff. Welcome back to What a Weird Week, the top 10 weird stories from the news. This is season four, episode three. Let's jump right in. 10. Number 10 is so scary, you guys. So scary. New horror movie. Oh, wait. It's kind of gross, too. So heads up. New horror movie causing reports of fans passing out and vomiting in theaters. This is about the movie Terrifier 2, a scary clown movie that is so gross and terrifying that there have been reports of people passing out and people being unable to keep down their movie theater nachos and enormous soft drinks. And then Stephen King tweeted about it. He has quite a following among the uh, fans of scary things. So I'm not sure if he like was being sarcastic. You know, you can't always tell on the tweet machine. But he was like, hey, I'm hearing this Terrifier movie is pretty good. But it's a scary clown movie, so is he just trying to point out it's kind of similar to the It movie? Is there, Am I reading too much into this? What kind of movie makes people throw up? Keep your head in the game. High school musical? Who said that? So catchy that, I mean, you just want to get your head in the game after you hear that song. Anyway, sorry, what? Nine. Number nine. Ooh, this one's a gloomy one, you guys. Mega thruster earthquakes coming our way. Although mega thruster earthquakes, mega thrusters sounds pretty good. If it's the name of a band you're going to see, doesn't sound as great when it's the guy on the news telling you to take cover because mega thruster earthquakes are coming. This is new research out about these dead creatures buried in the ocean that could influence earthquakes. Scientists researching this you got new zealand you got australia you got some sort of tectonic plate and the thing that is regulating the tectonic plates making sure there's not too much friction is fossilized little teeny tiny marine organisms from millions of years ago little one cell organisms that fossilized left behind calcite well now that's basically what's holding everything together if the calcite regulates the uh, friction, you don't get these mega thruster earthquakes. But uh-oh, calcite. Uh-oh, teeny tiny marine organism. If there's too much friction, good night. The takeaway here is the little things, you guys. The little things matter. And mega thruster. Good name for your band. Or dance move. I call this one the mega thruster. No. Never mind it. But it's staying in, you guys, because what? That's right. Editing is hard. Eight. Number eight is a follow-up to the grown-up Happy Meals. They're so successful, you guys. So successful. Only available in the United States. So successful that they're a disaster. Yeah. You know how things can become so successful they're a disaster? Well, that's grown-up Happy Meals. In case you missed it, last week we talked about them. Grown-up portions of delicious McDonald's food and a grown-up prize in there, some sort of action figure or something. How were they surprised by the popularity of these things? We love everything they're about. Delicious fast food, surprises, things that come in boxes. Check, check, and check. We love all that. So, of course, uh, very popular. Well, it turned out, according to the article we linked to, 
Many stores got frantically busy because of these grown-up Happy Meals. My favorite McDonald's is already very busy, so I can't imagine an uptick. Then, when they start selling out of the grown-up Happy Meals, just try to imagine that scenario. All the disappointed customers. And you know, when customers get disappointed at McDonald's, you've seen it, right? They're very calm, compassionate towards the person delivering the bad news. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha, comedy. Because no, opposite. Customers get angry. If you don't have their uh, grown-up Happy Meal, they demand to talk to the owner of McDonald's and you're getting fired over it. They'll have your badge over this. So one other quick follow-up with the grown-up Happy Meal story, and it's that the toys you get, they're just little plastic figures, you know, like a retro grimace and that kind of stuff. And some people are trying to sell them online for so much money. I think it has to be a joke. They want so much money for these uh, grown-up Happy Meal toys. It's just another way grown-up Happy Meals have been a tremendous success and failure. Seven. Here's the number seven headline. Tomato soup attack saves planet. Or has climate action gone too far? This is a story about the latest act of vandalism by people who are worried that no one is paying attention to climate change, so we have to do something to get people to pay attention. This time it was a tomato soup attack on a Van Gogh masterpiece. Happened at the National Gallery in London. The souped painting was Van Gogh's sunflowers. We have a link and a video in the show notes, show notes.page. The soup in question may have been Heinz. I can't. I was going to zoom in and stuff, but it's just I don't have my reading glasses and I'm old, you guys. Let me know in the comments. Is that Heinz? Thing is, the painting is behind glass, so it's going to be okay, you guys. It is still worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. Protesters want the UK government. Oh, they also crazy glued. That's the one thing. Um, if you see a group of people carrying crazy glue to your event, brace yourself because usually there's some sort of social commentary coming. They also crazy glued their hands to the wall beneath the Van Gogh. They want the UK government to stop all new oil and gas projects. They're trying to save the earth, you guys. So I don't want to make light of that. If the UK government does not comply with their demands, masterpieces will continue to be souped or worse. Puddinged, I think would be, I don't know. I just made that one up, but obviously something's got to be worse than soup. Maybe pudding. Six. Oh, number six is a happy story. Edmonton man now holds Guinness world record for having the largest collection of Lego Star Wars sets. This made the national news in Canada. A guy who was able to buy and store a lot of Star Wars Legos was the good news story we needed, I guess. After all the, uh, this was CTV news, so maybe after all the publicity they got when they fired Lisa Laflamme. Maybe, just a theory, I don't know. It's still a happy news story. Frederick Oliver, Guinness World Record holder, 858 Lego Star Wars sets worth about $150,000. Uh, Fred says that if... That's just the Star Wars stuff. He's got a whole other stash, you guys. And if you combine all of his Legos, worth about $300,000. Sweet, Sweet mama. Five. Number five, just a heads up. There's a bit of a trigger warning here. There's a kitty cat in danger. The kitty cat's okay, though. Spoiler alert, kitty cat is okay. Number five is contractor accidentally sealed cat inside of drywall where the poor animal was stuck for three days. 
Lady hired a drywall guy. He finishes the drywalling while the lady is out of town. Lady gets back, hears her cat, can't find her cat, and finally realizes the cat was drywalled in and she had to bust a hole in the wall. There's an episode, if you're a fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know what I'm talking about. There's an episode almost exactly that, except they put more cats in the wall to try to lead the first cat out, which is not what, apparently not what you're supposed to do. I think it's stuck in there. No, it is not stuck. All right, let's focus on what's happening with the cat, all right? It made a conscious decision to go in your wall, correct? Really? Absolutely, absolutely. It chose to be in there. It wants to be in your wall, D. I thinking about getting some catnip, and I was going to put it... No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. It's going to know that's trapped, D, okay? We need another cat. That's what we need. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to crack a little hole in your wall. Tiny one. It'll be cool. Uh, And then I'm going to slip a second cat in with a string tied around it. Those two will become codependent. I'm happy the cat is okay and enjoying freedom outside the wall now. This lady's cat also has millions of views on TikTok. And maybe we'll get some uh, cat food attention. Some cat food company maybe send over some free samples. Maybe a cat food commercial. We had a commercial here in Canada. I can't remember the brand, but the cat... Treats were so delicious that the cats would burst through the wall to get at the cat treats. And in Canada, you can't lie in a commercial. You can't portray that unless it's true. Those were actual cats bursting through walls, sometimes knocking over um, members of the crew and getting at those cat treats. That's how delicious they were. Four. Number four is Giant Bread Hand Solo. Or in the article, they call it Pan Solo. I guess like pan rolls. I think hand rollo too. If you're going to talk about rolls, delicious bread rolls, hand rollo is a pretty good. Don't you guys think? Get that hashtag going for me, please, because I already have the T-shirts. I'm printing out the T-shirts as we speak. I got to move these things. Hand rollo T-shirts. Got to strike while the iron is hot, while the bread is rising. Maybe you caught this in your feed. It was all over the place. Two bakers in California trending this week because they made the life-size Star Wars character out of bread. The bread Han Solo is made to look like the scene in Empire Strikes Back where Han Solo is trapped in carbonite. If you're like me and you haven't seen Star Wars, you can still see what the bread looks like. Click the show notes. He's at the One House Bakery in Benicia, California. Pan Solo, Han Rolo. He was made by a mom and daughter team of bread artists. It's part of a fall festival or a harvest festival thing where they live. So it's not to eat. It is more like a biodegradable sculpture, really. But I crunched the numbers anyway. To eat the entire bread statue, I estimate 7,000 Weight Watcher points. This portion of the podcast brought to you by Weight Watchers. Please sign up. Invite a friend. Be the you that you want to be. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not that, I mean, be the you you want to be for sure. But this portion not brought to you by Weight Watchers. Although, if Weight Watchers sponsors any podcast, they should say this portion of the show because it's all about portions, guys. Portion control. Three. Here's the headline for number three. Bizarre blue blobs hover in Earth's atmosphere in stunning astronaut photo. But what are they? That's the headline from Live Science. Blue blobs in outer space, you guys. Blue blobs in outer space. Photo taken by an astronaut on the International Space Station. It's of the Earth. And in the upper atmosphere of Earth, you can see two blue blobs of light. Here come the spoilers. Apparently, it's not that mysterious. Wouldn't you think blue blobs in outer space is mysterious? One blob, they say, is a lightning strike. That doesn't usually happen, that you can see a lightning strike from 
the International Space Station, but it just so happened. Usually clouds get in the way. The other blue blob is warped, I'm quoting, warped light from the moon. Mystery solved. If you want to see a photo of the mysterious blue blobs, which I guess turned out not to be mysterious, we do have a link in the show notes. You know what I wish? I wish this story was introduced by Lou Dobbs, and they said, now here's Lou Dobbs with blue blobs. Number two, I don't know. I hope this doesn't catch on, you guys. Or maybe I hope this catches on, you guys. The coffee shop that charges rude people more is the number two story this week. The headline says it all. You don't even have to sum up this story. A coffee shop charges rude people more. This is a place in the UK. If you, here's the rule that they have. If you come in and say, I want a Desi chai, five pounds per cup. If you say, I want a Desi chai, please, three pounds per cup. If you say, hello, Desi chai, please, a dollar ninety. Is it a publicity stunt? Probably. Are people rude? Definitely. Will some people pay to be rude? Well, I'm pretty sure. Some days I would. If only I, I'm too uh, poor to be rude. But if I had s- enough money and people were like, we don't mind. Pay us the fiver. And then be be a jerk. That's a business model, I think, you guys. I think the whole, they buried the lead. This whole thing is not that the coffee shop charges less to polite people. It's that you can go there and be rude, pay a little extra and be rude. That's your business model. I hope they pass the extra income along to the uh, God bless you servers who have to deal with rude people. If they're charging rude people more, I hope that's all coming your way. But I think some people would be like, here's a 20. Have I had a bad day? Honorable mention. 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 An honorable mention story. This is pretty fantastic. The sax man who saxes his saxophone while getting brain surgery. This guy in Italy had a brain tumor removed in a nine-hour complicated surgery, and the whole time he played sax because he didn't want to lose his saxiness. Musician, saxophone player. He played all kinds of numbers in nine hours of surgery. The theme from Love Story, and I assume... Article doesn't say, but I'm assuming the theme to Benny Hill. You can almost picture the surgeons just a little pep in their step. Hard not to smile when you hear that one. So apparently playing music is one of the greatest things you can do during brain surgery. It helped the surgeon to do some quality brain mapping. And the operation seemed to go well. He had the procedure on a Monday released on last Thursday. I'm not exactly sure if he took requests. I'm not sure how often he had to take a break. I mean, that spit valve isn't going to clean itself out. That has to be taken care of. But I don't know if that was something they brought in. You know, maybe a member of the surgical team handled that. Anyway, that's a pretty great story. Honorable Honorable mention. mention. One more honorable mention. It's about Netflix and how now we have a time frame we can expect to pay more money if we have freeloaders on our account. That's going to cost us in the new year. They say the new year, it's going to happen. If you or someone you know is a freeloader, they're going to give you a chance. I've already gotten this email. I don't have freeloaders on my account. I don't think so. Oh my gosh, maybe I do. Kids. So the email I got from Netflix was about profile transfer. It allows people on your account, so if you're the one paying for the account, other people who have a profile can now take that, take all their history and all their favorites, and start up their own account. They won't lose anything. 
that's kind of phase one. They're going to try to get rid of all the freeloaders who are willing to finally start paying. And if that doesn't work in the new year, you'll be able to, all those people who were freeloading, you'll be able to add them to your account for three or four bucks more. The freeloader now will be a, just a loader, I guess. The, the free part is out. I've got this love-hate thing with Netflix. Right now, I'm in the hate phase because I finished watching The Watcher. And I don't know. How did you feel about it? I found it very confusing, disappointing, oddly predictable in how unpredictable it was. If you haven't seen it, I will not spoil it. If you have seen it and you hated it, please, five-star review in Apple Podcasts. If you loved it, you disagree with me, please, five-star review in Apple Podcasts. I'll get the message. It's like we're communicating, you guys. One. Okay, number one, it's a PG-13, you guys, and I'm kind of buttoned down. I don't know how I'm going to do this. This fellow in the news who was allergic to getting to the finish line. Happy endings. Taking the first exit into Lovetown. This fellow had allergic reactions every time he took the first exit into Lovetown. I'm just going to read from the article. In a recent case study, doctors describe the unfortunate tale of a man who developed an allergy-like reaction to his own visits to Lovetown. All right, that, that part's not in the article. The bizarre and rare affliction left him unable to pursue sexual and romantic relationships, but thankfully, the doctors managed to treat his problem using a simple over-the-counter antihistamine. It's a real thing, you guys. Post-orgasmic illness syndrome, or POISE. Almost always affects men. Basically, it's like getting hay fever, except it's not from pollen. It's from doing it. Itchy eyes, fatigue, stuffy or runny nose, even memory problems, it says in the article. Can you imagine being this person's spouse and thinking, wow, I'm that must have been very intense because my partner can't even remember stuff now. If you want to read the whole deal, the link is in the show notes. Maybe you're a hypochondriac, and this is another one you can add to your list of uh, things that you think you have. Hey? Or not? Okay, friends, that is that, and thank you for listening, streaming, subscribing, five-star reviews, six, seven-star reviews. Thanks for all of that. Shownotes.page. If you can't remember anything else, you can just find the podcast stuff all through shownotes.page. Thanks for checking out What a Weird Week. Catch you next Friday. Kind of said that weird, didn't I? Catch you next Friday. God.